This week's episode is being sponsored by all the hype beasts. You know, the people who are trying to make it so that I can enjoy my bottle of Essentia water that tastes just like this. This is a true story. To find out what happens, what happens? when people stop being polite. Start getting... <laughs> I want to welcome, welcome, welcome everybody to episode 90 of the Rail World. And while I got you guys in here with me, I'm going to rant a little bit in a pretty short episode where I touch on everything from the coronavirus, how people are still hyped about sneakers, how hype beasts are now taking uh, hand sanitizer, how you could blow $500 million in two and a half months and nobody cares. And a few other things that have really kind of grinded my gears over the last few weeks. So since the last time you guys saw me, or I guess heard from me, I've had the the privilege of experiencing a couple of things. Um, It's been a long time since I bought a pair of J's on release day in a store. I want to say to be exact, it's almost not happened in probably the last 10 years. Every single pair of Jordans that I've gotten have been through the internet through Nike.com. And if I did not get them through Nike, I just didn't pick them up. Well, two weeks ago, all of that changed. I went to look for the pine green ones. I've been eyeing this sneaker for at least a month and a half. Knew when it was coming out, knew what size I wanted, how I wanted to rock them. I had the perfect pairs of jeans so they'd lay right on top of my sneakers the way I wanted them. Decided that, you know what, I want to pick them up and put them in hand. Fun fact, I've never owned a pair of Jordan 1s. Not a single pair. I can name all of the Jordan numbers I've had. The 1s were never it for me. And somehow, I don't know how I missed the wave, but for whatever reason, I just didn't have any. So I was really excited about this one shoe. So the Saturday that these shoes came out, I decided to go into Foot Locker and Pentagon City Mall. Upon walking into Pentagon City, I instantly was greeted by one thing at the door. And while you're thinking that that's the striped jersey of the people that work there, no. At 10.15 in the morning, it was the smell of weed. And now, I'm not hating on somebody that likes to puff, puff, and pass. But here's my thing. Why are you smoking weed at 10 in the morning? That's one. Two, why did it seem like all of the little dirty, snot-nosed kids that would have been on Bebe's kids were running around the store like they did not have home training? If that would have been me as a child, my mom would have killed me where I stood. And so as I see all of these kids climbing over everything and running around the store and acting crazy, I was reminded of the element for which I did not want to be a part of. Want to know what element that is? The people who decide to buy sneakers early in the morning on Saturdays. And I felt kind of bad. The first thing that came to mind, there's a statement that goes on on Twitter when people either see things or things that happen that they don't want to do or that they think they're terrible. Instead of saying something completely random, they describe this as ghetto. I will give you an example to use of how they're gonna use this term. Hmm, I have to go to work this week. Oh, this is ghetto. 
I felt this is ghetto that I had to go to Foot Locker to get a pair of sneakers. I didn't want to wait and try to play around with the sneakers app because, you know, that shit never works. Excuse my language. And so I thought it'd be more, uh, more advantageous for myself to actually go inside and buy them. Now, this, the buying process was honestly rather painless. Outside of my man and Foot Locker writing a little tag or whatever the heck they write on each sneaker box to signify that they got a sale. Cool. I walked out. Sneakers were fine. Really happy with my purchase. Uh, it was the quickest 10 minutes of my life to get something that I wanted. So it was so seamless. I told all of my friends about the experience. Just rapping with my man, 100 grand. You've heard him on the podcast before. And so Darren happened to be going out of town. He's like, yo, there's these threes that come out next weekend. You mind picking them up for me? Because remember, there was this time I got you these Kobe's in New York. Because that's my man, 100 grand, and I do anything for him. Sure, I don't mind. I will pick up your pair of sneakers for you. Here's where the story gets funny. Me thinking that going to pick up this pair of sneakers would be just as seamless as me picking up the sneakers the previous weekend. All of that was a lie. I get to the store at 10 o'clock, actually 10.01. No one's in it. I think that I'm there early. I'm excited. think I'm going to get him his size nines. I was told that the store opened at 8 and they sold, sold out. I walked to the other end of the mall to go to Champs. They told me that they started selling sneakers at 9 o'clock and that they were all sold out. So at this point, I'm like, man, I feel really bad because I wasn't able to accomplish the mission and I had to call my boy to tell him really early in the morning about how much of a failure that I was. So what would I do like any other person? I decided to go and buy myself another pair of sneakers because I'd been eyeing something at Nike that happened to be on sale because they gave me a coupon for my birthday. So as I drive over to the Georgetown store, I go upstairs to the third floor, which is the basketball floor. I asked them for the all black Air Jordan 34s for any of the youngsters that might be listening to this. No, I do not plan on wearing them casually. You they will never see the light of day. They will never touch pavement, concrete, dirt or anything else other than hardwood. These were intended just for basketball. I asked the gentleman for my size 11. He gives me the box. I take the box down to the first level. Here is now why you're going to hear me be really upset. As I'm checking out through the counter, I'm really nice to the woman downstairs. I say, hey, how you doing? I hope you're having a great day. She looks at me, opens up my sneaker box, pulls out each one of my shoes, pulls out the inserts and the tissue paper from each one of my shoes, looks inside said shoes as if I have now stuffed something inside the shoes to try to steal it. Now, given that this young lady happened to be black, I don't want to look at it and say it's racism because that's the first thing that people usually say. No, but I do think that she's making an assumption that I could have potentially stolen something. Now, before you think like, oh, maybe you're overreacting. I've bought a ton of sneakers from this same location, gone through the same process plenty of times and never, ever once had someone pull open my box rip up my nice uh, tissue paper that came with my Jordans as they were trying to get some sneakers out so that they can expect inspect them. Now, she would have came up with a line like, yo, I just wanted to make sure you got two size 11s. 
you don't have to do all of that. You don't have to take anything out. There's nothing in the tow, nothing is stashed. And I thought that was a little weird. So that's probably something that I'm gonna be on my old man Larry David vibe about. And I'm gonna write to corporate and be like, yo, I don't feel like I got very fair treatment. That's gonna be my hype, move, hype beast move for March of 2020. So I started this episode out actually talking about me and loving some water. The coronavirus or COVID-19 is what it's really known as, is wrecking havoc around the world. And I think I may be the only person who hasn't hype beast this. Uh, you can't find bleach, hand sanitizer, bottled water. Uh, I guess they're running low on toilet paper and God knows what else in the store. It's probably a boom for capitalism because people are really concerned about being quarantined and locked in their homes. Here's the thing, and I'm not going to front like I'm a doctor or I'm smarter than everybody else, but here's why I'm not afraid. I am under the age of 60. I don't have any underlying health problems. I don't have any autoimmune diseases or something that will cause something very similar to the flu to kill me. If I happen to catch it, I'll feel like crap for two or three days and then I'll be fine. Because of me knowing this, I don't have the same worry or panic that maybe everyone else is. And that, you know, frankly speaking, I feel like it's all way overblown. So while everybody else is spending all of their money buying food, I'm trying to buy a flight. Where are we going? Who's going with me? All of the millennials had this right. I'm going to take this one time to take this discount and to cop this ticket and to get some stamps on my passport to go someplace cool that I didn't even think of. All because the flight's going to be cheap because nobody else wants to go. That's the move that I'm on for 2020. Who is with me? If you are with me, I say we make this a group thing and we all go somewhere and have a good time. Heck, we could be the only place, uh, only people that are actually at this place, whether it's a resort, whether it's, I don't know, anywhere. And we could fill the club up ourselves and have the time of our lives. So if this is what you're trying to do in 2020, holla at me. Catch me at Darrell at TheRailWorld.com and tell me some places that you'd like to go. Because frankly, this is what I'm trying to do. I'm going to grab all of my friends together, all of the ones that don't live around their parents. We can quarantine ourselves from my parents for a couple of weeks to make sure that we don't spread the disease to them. I can wash my hands really well because I do that anyway. And I'm going to go and have a time of my life. Now, while we're continuing on with some of the hype beastie stuff for this episode... I also wanted to touch on what I thought was a really stupid way to waste $500 million. Now, there was a tweet that went viral last week, and I'm part of the reason why that tweet at least went viral within my friends, where a gentleman said, hey, Mike Bloomberg spent $500 million on ads. There are 360 million people in the U.S. He could give each person a million dollars and still have money left over to do other things. And he spent that in two and a half months. I did not think of the math and thought that that was a dollar and 50 cents per person. On first glance, I actually listened and thought, you know what, man, he's going to excuse me. He's going to give people a million dollars. Wow, that could have changed everyone's lives. How stupid is it to spend that all on TV ads that are great on Internet ads that are great and whatever else Michael Bloomberg thought that that was a good thing for. 
And as I personally know some people that have worked on the Bloomberg campaign, you walked in the door with a MacBook, a whole brand new iPhone, and a crazy salary, basically that went for a month through Super Tuesday. So some people certainly came up all for nothing. And you wanna know the weirder part about this? This man spent $500 million in what? Two and a half months? And nobody really knows his name? Think about how stupid that was. You can be so rich that you spent $500 million, which is the equivalent to salaries for all of the poor people in the entire country, just like that. And nobody cared. Nobody knows your name. No one's voting for you. You got beat by the older guys in Joe Biden and Bernie Sanders. Heck, nobody knew who Mayor Pete was eight months ago, and even he beat you too. I'm just appalled. I am really appalled. I feel bad. I feel like he has to be more fiscally responsible. Hey, you know what? No, because he was the mayor of New York and thought that it was his idea to impose certain restrictions on people because it was in their public or in their best interest and in the best interest of the public good. I think that we need to now start doing something about billionaires. When you guys do stupid things with your money, we need to go and restrict how much money you can spend on stupid stuff. You can't manage your own finances and you don't know what you're doing. So we're going to tell you how to do it better than you because as somebody who's only living on a much lower salary, I know how to spend money better than you. How about that for a change? Maybe that's what I'll actually push. I'm kidding, because if the government wanted to tell me how to spend my money, I probably would turn Republican and vote for Donald Trump, too. I'm not kidding. I would no, I wouldn't vote for Donald Trump. Because uh, Donald Trump is Donald Trump. Now, um, as I breeze through these topics, here's a story time for you. Over the past week, I had the opportunity to speak to my mom. Mom's an amazing person, right? I love her to death. Uh, but frequently, we have these weird interactions. I get a call during the middle of the day. Uh, and for anyone that knows me, if you call me during the daytime while I'm at work, I'm probably going to be upset if it's not in a real emergency. So I answer the phone. Hi, mom. Is everything okay? My mother responds. Hey, baby, uh, so I was going to use your Amazon Prime account. Okay. And when I tried to log in, it didn't work. What do you mean it didn't work, mother? You've used my Amazon Prime account before. Well, I went to AmazonPrime.com, put in your username and password, and it told me that it did not work. So what you're telling me, mother, is that you've effectively given the Russians the black media, well not the black media, the black web, and anybody else that's nefarious, my password, that has links to what, two or three different credit cards to get to my information, all because you took it to the wrong website. <sighs> I had the best password ever on Amazon. I'm, I'm gonna have to change that because you decided to make amazonprime.com the website of choice. I've never been to AmazonPrime.com at the time. I went to it later to see if it was an actually an Amazon-owned website. I believe that it is, but because I can't be sure for what she put in, I now have to change my password. What person uh, who's currently listening to this can relate to that problem? I'm sure many of you can, and while I'm really upset about it, I'm glad my mom was able to order something on two-day shipping for free 
off the strength of her son and I'm being a great son uh, to my parent. I just hope that my parent next time is a great mom to me by not making me change my password when there's a great password. If I could tell you guys my password, I would, but I don't want to do that because then that defeats the purpose and that's just like me having my mom go to AmazonPrime.com. Yeah. So, uh, as I'm going to drink a little bit more of this Essentia water, I'm thinking about some other stuff that I want to touch with you. We're about... Yeah, 16 and a half minutes in and before I wrap this up I'm going to give you a cool new song that I've been listening to and I think Drake's the greatest yeah we back you know I can only give you a couple seconds of this cause I don't want my podcast taken down but I feel like this track bangs can't wait for this album to drop Drizzy yeah yeah And now that we're back to our regularly scheduled program, I'm going to end this with this one. Today, while I was at work, I happened to see two things. One, I saw a gentleman walking into the building with a can of Lysol spraying down the door handle and wiping it with a paper towel prior to opening it. I don't know the not, uh, the age of this older guy. I'm assuming he's younger than 60 but one that's probably crazy. He's also the type of person who probably does not shower properly and or washes his hands either before or exiting the bathroom. Yes, this is something that I do. When I go to the bathroom, I wash my hands, do my business and wash my hands again. Cleanliness is godliness. The second of crazy things that I saw that were coronavirus related was a video of parents disinfecting their children prior to taking them to school. This included spraying antiseptic stuff all across their face. (sighs) I get it. I don't want to see my kid sick, too. If I had one, my imaginary son, um, Tristan, what up? Here's the thing. I can't say what I would do as a parent. And even if I did, you're not going to listen to me because I'm not a parent. But what I won't do is spray my kid's face with Lysol. What I won't do is kind of buy into the hype. If they get the chance to be lucky enough to get off school for a week or two while everybody's figuring it all out, great. I want them to still be kids. At a certain point, we're still going to have to live life and kind of go on, even if it's in a modified way. So if that means I can't go to my sporting events anymore because there are concerns that somebody might be in the building, cool. But you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to get up every Saturday morning and go play basketball with the same people that I have traditionally for years. I will ask if it's that gentleman who gave me a flying sagget knee to the thigh last week. Whoever's plus one that was, that ninja can't come anymore because he can't play. But outside of that, if you can play basketball, hey, come hang with us. This is what we'll be doing. Please, if you're doing anything else, stay safe. Don't do anything stupid. Don't kiss these hoes in the mouth. Oh, that used to be one of my favorite things from Jack Thriller. Uh, sorry, I know I'm supposed to be better about my word choice and I do better. But with all of the nasty things that people tend to do on a day to day basis, spraying some kind of spray in your face probably isn't going to be the thing to save you. Here's a cool tip. A, do not. And I mean, 
I'm going to repeat again. Do not put your hands in your face, put your hands in your nose, put your hands in your mouth without washing them first. You can do those things. You probably won't be sick. So I end every episode the same exact way or some variation of it. Rappers want a ball. Wow. And I messed up my own outro. (laughs) that is it rappers on a ball ballers on a rap this is the rel of the rel world thank you guys for joining me and hopefully you'll get to hear from again next week you guys take it easy peace